I hope that got your attention. I really hope it did. Because this topic is kind of important. I'm By kind of important, I mean there's no real answer. At least not right away. Let me ask you something. Have you been brainwashed? And if no, how do you know you haven't been? Anyone who has been brainwashed is going to assume that they have not. They're going to assume that they have their own free will and that every decision that they've made is entirely on their own shoulders. Well, let me tell you something. The human brain can be manipulated. Very easily, mind you. Although, I guess other people will have trouble in manipulating others. People who have sympathy. People who have empathy. But, as we discussed before, there are people in this world who do not have your best interest in mind. Welcome back to Morbid Universe. This time, I have a Halloween special for you. We need to talk about your brain and how easy it is to get in between your brain's folds. That little flesh sack in your skull is very easy to manipulate. And, more importantly, we need to discuss if you've been manipulated, if you've been brainwashed, because there's a surprising amount of people who have been, and they don't know they are. It's disturbing how many people don't know that they're being brainwashed, that they have been brainwashed, or, in some cases, whether they're doing the brainwashing. This topic excites me. You know why? Because when you discover how easy it is to manipulate somebody, when you discover how easy it is to be brainwashed, you're going to realize it's more common than you think. Initially, I had thought of putting a flashy intro, but this topic is very important, so let's skip all the smoke and mirrors and get to the actual meat of it. So, this first... This first thing is one of the biggest red flags. In fact, everything I'm about to tell you is a red flag, but this in particular is one of the hallmarks. Have you met a group of people that perhaps invited you to something? Or even just one person who's invited you to something? Some sort of a seminar, some sort of a group therapy, even yoga training? Or group meditation, as they call it? That's partially number one. But it goes a step further. You see, it's one thing to invite people who are already down on their luck. It's another thing to make sure that you know that this person is down on their luck so that you may do the full step one, which is everyone in the group who invited you to whatever thing gives you love bombing. Love bombing is essentially, let's say you've been neglected your entire life. You feel quiet ostracized, isolated, and it really takes a toll on your psyche. So all of a sudden, there's a big group of people who just love you, everything about you. You're incredible. You're amazing. You're skilled. You're talented. You're welcome here. We need you. You're incredible and amazing and unique individual. If you're hearing all these things from people you've just met, it's a massive red flag. But if you're someone who's destitute and who's already in a very vulnerable place, sadly enough, this is going to hook you in because everyone loves a good compliment. Everyone. Now, with this first 
thing that had happened. This is essentially planting the seeds. The seeds for brainwashing. What this will do is it'll let you know, these people, if I return to them, I'll hear more. Perhaps I'll hear, perhaps I'll finally feel seen in a world where we prioritize ourselves. Perhaps this is where I belong. These people finally understand that I'm a human being and that I want attention. Attention I was never getting anywhere else. Perhaps a loved one died. Perhaps you've just been a lonely person your entire life. These things matter. Because a person in a vulnerable state is going to latch onto this. Very easily, mind you. So step one is this. Love bombing. Keep that in mind. Step two. Gathering of information of the person. After the love bombing, essentially what you do is you just have them fill out some questions. Things that they might not want to be too open talking about, but they'll write it down. Things that have affected them in their lives, but you can use. This step primarily is just to gather information that you can use against someone. But it can also be used to gather information such as how much money do they have. Of course, this next bit, or the latter rather, is a bit harder to grasp. You see, you have the seeds planted, but you haven't tilled the field, if you know what I mean. Essentially, what I'm saying is, you have them hooked, but just barely. So, after the love bombing, and you gather a little bit of information, you're going to need more. Information is very powerful. When you're using it against somebody, that stuff is a nightmare, honestly. In fact, in the modern world, we pride ourselves in privacy and such, but we already we already know how much of our information is out there. Stolen. Given to third parties, and then we're spammed over and over again. Why? Because they know that our birthday's coming up, or they know that we're low on credit score. Or, God forbid, some of you are addicted to porn. You'll get ads for that too. Anyway, moving on. If I seem to be talking about primarily cults as opposed to brainwashing... Truth be told, it's it's actually intentional. The reason being is because the only time that that things like this are used, or a majority of the time at least, I'd say 99%. It's used for malintentions, for people who who want you to join a cult, but in reality what they're really after is just their own personal things. You know, maybe they want sex from someone, maybe they want money, maybe they just want power. All of these are granted to the person who successfully does these things. However, I want to clear something up before I keep going. There is no actual step-by-step guide on how to brainwash. So if you're looking into this, if you're listening to this thinking I'm actually a tutorial, you are misinformed. You see, there is no guide for this thing. It's more of an art form because there's a lot of minute steps to it. Every single human is unique. I wanted to clarify that before I move on, because I know there's some people in the world who just have the worst of intentions, and I do not want to feed into them. I just wanted to clarify it before I moved on. Now, let's talk about this again. The love bombing technique works primarily to get their attention. Specifically, it gets them to lower their guard. It gets their guard down, okay? It will not work on everybody, as stated before, only those who are more destitute. However, the truth is, Every single person can be brainwashed. You are not immune to propaganda. You might yourself have been brainwashed. In fact, 
it's a little terrifying when you get into more details, which we will now. Because there is one thing that comes with step one. As soon as you get someone hooked and get their attention, you must now isolate them. How do you do this? Sometimes physically. Sometimes you remove them from family and friends. Or you get them to isolate themselves. You get them to think they're not going to understand what you're thinking. They're not going to understand your mindset. They're going to hear the way you talk and they're going to think you're crazy. But in reality, you know the truth. You hear what I'm saying there? The point is to get somebody to believe that they know a hidden truth that all of a sudden it's going to make them far more important. You know, as if they've uncovered some sort of some sort of ancient secret that only you and a select few know. You're the chosen ones. You're the messiahs. Well, it's all deception. And sadly, it has worked on people. In fact, there are a number of cults still around to this day. A lot of them, you won't know what they are because they'll disguise themselves. Again, we mentioned before, they'll disguise themselves as Bible study groups, as uh, self-help seminars. Be weary of these places. Be wary of these people. They may not have your best judgment in mind. There's a technique that was famously used by, not Charles Manson, but another one of those notorious psychopaths. There's a thing you're supposed to do. Once you've got them hooked and isolated, okay, wonderful. You have them away from everyone. You have them away from reality. It is now time to break their spirits. There was a scientific study done on dogs years ago. You may know of the Pavlovian effect. Well, you may not know its entirety. The Pavlovian effect, everyone knows. To break it down simply, let's say you have a treat in your hand and a dog in front of you. You ring the bell and the dog gets a treat. Because of that, the more you do it, the dog will now associate the ringing of the bell with being excited because he's going to get a treat. Whether or not, at some point, if you've done it correctly, whether or not you give them a treat or not, they're going to hear a bell and they're going to get excited. At some point, the Pavlovian effect takes over, you hear the bell on its own, and the dog will get excited. That is it. That's the, that's the Pavlovian effect that most people know. What many people don't know is the darker half. Pavlov also discovered something. If you break a dog's spirit, if you mistreat it, if you break them down to the point where they're having nervous breakdowns, they can't eat or sleep, you threaten them with physical violence, what do you get? You get a dog that forgot everything. You get a dog that forgot all of its previous characteristics because it is now a shell of its former self. That is a method of brainwash. Because it, it in its own, is not a method of brainwash. Let's, let me make it clear. This is essentially, you've wiped the hard drive. Now, people in this scenario, people in this situation, are way more open almost by force. They're way more open to new ideas. Are you getting it now? Once they've been broken, once their spirits have been broken, once they've gotten a lack of sleep, have not eaten sufficiently, introduce your new idea. Tell them, this, this is what you need. The cure to all of your illnesses, what's going to make you feel better is this thing in question. And the problem here is that once you've gotten their spirits broken, there's a very big chance that they will submit. Because once they do, well, the Pavlovian effect takes over again. You teach them new ways. You teach them new stimuli. You teach them, if you do this, you will feel better. And it's a little terrifying to think 
that people have successfully done these things. It's even more terrifying that even though there is no written account of this on how to do it exactly, there is no step-by-step guide. In fact, Charles Manson famously used drugs. How? I don't know. But he did it. Did he write it down? No, he did not. Did he ever say how he did it? Absolutely not. But they hounded him with questions and he never gave any. He never gave any answers. So, when I say there is no step-by-step guide, I mean it. I had to do my research for this. And many people, surprisingly, they've coined it not as science, but an art form. Brainwashing is an art form. So I ask you again, have you been brainwashed? If the answer is no, continue listening. If the answer is yes, continue listening. Because if the answer is yes, you need to get out of there. Again, isolation is one of the main strongholds of brainwashing. Once you get out of a certain situation or a cult or a group, you get out of there, you stop associating with those people, you just live your normal life, get eight hours of sleep and eat sufficiently, then you start forgetting everything they taught, little by little. Because the thing is, people who are in a sleep-deprived state and who have a very poor diet are going to be susceptible again, to these things, because you you have deterred their mind a bit. And once they recover, they realize what happened. If you answered no to have I been brainwashed, continue listening, as stated before. Let's say you're not in a cult. Okay, maybe you haven't been brainwashed. You know, maybe you're not in a cult. Maybe you're living your normal life and you're a very patriotic person. Ah, There it is. It's beautiful to love one's country. I I don't blame people who love their country, no matter where they're from. It all depends on how you reach that point. You see, it's very easy to do this. Step one of the previous episode, the, the previous segment. Breaking their spirits. There's a number of ways to do that. You could threat physical violence or... You could threat somebody else is going to give them physical violence. Because fear is another tactic of brainwashing. It's very simple. There's a number of ways you can manipulate a person's brain. It's us versus them mentality. I put that in quotes. Because think of it this way. What if one day you were told, not by a mass, not, not by a mass cult leader, but by a president, some form of governance, What if they one day said, these people are after your children, they're after your loved ones, they're after your way of life. Does that not sound familiar to you? Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you're listening now, aren't you? The first one, a lot of people have not been in cults, okay? A very tiny amount of people have been in cults. But a lot of people have been subjected to a president's speech where they're saying that a random group of people in a country you've never heard of who couldn't really hurt you from where you're at, are going to come to your house and destroy your family if you don't go fight. Fear-mongering is another form of brainwashing. Fear-mongering is very commonly done. Do you want to know why? Because it gets results. People who are scared are locked in, dialed in, and they are in the fight-or-flight response constantly. The same way that someone who isn't getting enough sleep and has a poor diet, 
is always wired in. You know why? Because they're on the brink of exhaustion, but they've been told that what they're feeling is good. And it's not. You've even been told in the past, remain vigilant, remain aware. What they really mean is remain scared. So, I ask you again. Have you been brainwashed? Only this time, I'm going to go into more detail. There's a number of reasons that this counts as brainwashing, but I'm not going to go on a limb and say, this person is doing this specifically to get to your bank account, stuff like that, you know? I'm not going to say that. But I will say this. Patriotism seems to go way up after an event happens somewhere else. Interesting, right? Because finally something did happen, you know? If something actually did happen, then the actions are justified. The problem is, afterwards, you can really milk the event. You can really milk the event. I'm saying, you can go off saying, these murdering, killing, psychopath terrorists are coming for your children and your way of life and your God. I sound like George Bush, and that's because he used the damn tactics. I don't blame him, though. Everyone in power has used it at least once. With any president, you can find this as an example. But I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking about every single country you can think of. Read old speeches from presidents after an event happened. An event in their country or to an ally of theirs. And you will see that these techniques have come up. However, these techniques aren't as powerful as the first one. The first one is complete subordination and complete worship. Okay, I understand. It's a significant difference. However it is still technically brainwashing. In fact, it's more manipulation, which is a form of brainwashing. It's basically nudging people towards the recruitment office. Hey, army's got to be built, right? Again, have you been brainwashed? I can ask this question over and over again. And there's a number of there's a number of places that I could point to and say, look at this as an example, look at that as an example. Sadly, one of the things that I've also noticed, is couples. In fact, men can be very manipulative in a relationship. Women can as well. Both can, okay? I don't discriminate. But there is a growing trend that I'm very concerned about. I'm not going to point the finger at anyone. I'm not going to say things have happened because of specific people. I will not put their name in my mouth. But I could say this right now with confidence that misogyny seems to be in the rise. And I don't like that. Because what we have is men who grow up thinking that it's okay to manipulate a woman's body for their own purpose. It's not okay. It was never okay, and it will never be okay. Do you understand me? What techniques could a a partner use against their loved ones? Well, very simple stuff. The thing is, in a relationship, there has to be a big mutual trust. In fact, both sides have to love each other. Very much so. They have to have similar interests. They just have to love each other. You understand me? The problem is, you also have to be vulnerable in a relationship. And sometimes you put your trust in the wrong person. Perhaps you've heard of this. Gaslighting. Of the previous two I mentioned, this one seems to be the one that I've seen the most in person. It is perhaps the most frustrating one to deal with. It's not something that's going to drive you crazy. However, it has the potential to. But more importantly, what it does 
is that it leaves people doubting their own mind. You have to do a lot of work to get someone to doubt their own consciousness. Somebody who is sound of mind is going to know things are the way they are. You know, they're not stupid. And the sad part is, if there are people that are a little slow, it is absolutely diabolical to take advantage of that. And yet, in the modern world, it does happen. On both sides, okay? On every single side. It's so common that it's become a meme now. I find it disgusting. But many people, sadly, just kind of find it normal. And I disagree. I heavily disagree that this should be the norm. Because gaslighting a partner is awful. It's truly awful. How does it work? How does gaslighting work in a relationship? Well, it's little things, okay? It's very small things. Let's say let's say you want to go out with your friends on the weekend and your girlfriend wanted to maybe schedule something for it. In fact, you had already planned something for it, but your friends had invited you last minute to go out to something, right? Well, anyone who's trying to try to gaslight their girlfriend is simply going to go, babe, no, you told me I could go. I swear, Those were your words. You don't remember. That's a simple example right there. Because the truth is, they had discussed it prior that they had plans, and now the man is backing out of it. Kind of messed up, I know. But that's only a light example. That's a very light example. One of the most extreme ones that I have heard is somebody saying, babe, no, I swear, I remember you told me it was okay to be in an open relationship. Essentially cheating on the partner. And manipulating it to the point where the partner feels guilty because they said, oh, I've, I'm sorry, I forgot. Well, that's diabolical right there. For the love of God, first off, that relationship should end, period. Okay? And this is a light example, okay? There is far worse. There is far worse. In fact, when it comes to relationships, there's a whole host of brainwashing, manipulation, and downright criminal activity. Let's jump right into the criminal activity because truth be told, I heard of it recently and it sickened me. It really sickened me. There is some people who will essentially lock their partner into the house. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted that I heard this happening re- not only recently, but nearby, near my, my own home. And this is something in the modern day that really shouldn't happen. Obviously, we know there's always going to be some bad people out there, okay? And it it disgusts me. It just shocks me, truly. In this case, we're not going to be talking about a relationship between two loving partners. We're talking about a relationship in the family way. Because you you all remember this family, this mother and father that essentially kept their children, all of them, chained up inside the house. Okay, and the way the children talked when they were freed gives gives this idea that the parents had their own dialect, their own manner of speaking. In fact, mom didn't go by mom. She went by mother and she would be addressed as such because these children were, again, one, isolation, locked away from the world. Number two, given less food. In fact, the children themselves say we were starving. Why? Again, refer to refer to the first step lowering somebody's diet giving them insufficient food is going to make them more susceptible the brain simply would not have enough calories to think 
That's right, it takes calories to think. And when you have insufficient calories, vitamins, nutrients, you know what happens? Your brain doesn't work as well as it should. That's why they say it's very important to get eight hours of sleep. And those who tend to get less, I'm not going to say they're not the brightest, but they're more open to wilder ideas. Why? Because again, an unrested mind is not one that can think straight. The biggest risk when it comes to doing what these people did, or again, this is the term that you hear every now and then in, in shows or in court cases, false imprisonment. That's what it's called. This is an example of false imprisonment. Sometimes it's not literal, okay? There's no actual jail cell being built in somebody's house. Sometimes the doors are just locked with one-way door locks. The, the, the windows can't be opened. There's no outside communication because the cell phone's being taken away, which, yes, I've heard before as well. Uh, even worse is, honestly, there's just so much. We should go through them, though. Many examples I've heard is an air tag in a car so that if the car begins moving, the, the, the partner knows that the other one is going somewhere. And they know where they're going, the amount of mileage, what houses are nearby. Spyware on your cell phone. That can be... You need both sides. You know, you need both sides' permission to do so. But if the, if the romantic partner in question is already getting through your cell phone, chances are they could just hit accept on both sides, right? This next one I've seen personally, and it disturbs me, and that is having a network of some sort, where essentially one partner will have a network of quote-unquote friends whose only job it is is to make sure that the other doesn't leave or to give them ideas as to where they're going, who they're meeting up with, if they're going to work and coming straight home. This is disturbing to me. Very disturbing. All of these, right, all of these things are essentially red flags of a psychopath as well. So, brainwashers tend to be psychopaths, people who are manipulative. It does happen in this world. It's a morbid world, okay? It's a very morbid universe. We all want to think that we're not susceptible to such things, but given the right circumstances, given the right time of day, maybe things aren't going well in your life, you will eventually become susceptible. Your only goal at that point should be to get away from people who you know, or even if you don't know them. People who are out to to manipulate you in some way. I've seen it done to the point where people have been brainwashed into multi-level marketing schemes. Brainwashing has such a negative connotation to the word because we've heard it in media and we've heard it in movies. People being brainwashed, manipulated, becoming sleeper agents. Things of the sort, right? And truth be told, it's just so common. There's levels of severity, of course, but brainwashing is more common than you think. You might even see it in your workplace. You don't know. You don't fully know because those who are brainwashed don't know they're brainwashed, which is far more disturbing. If you think about it, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of people, okay? You have people who go to certain jobs where it's a toxic work environment and you don't know you're being manipulated, but you are. You're with someone that you absolutely love but they start doing things, you know, to change your mind or to withhold certain things from you. You know, that's a brainwashing manipulation right there. You start watching the news and all of a sudden you're picking up new rhetoric, ideas that weren't yours before that you quickly transitioned into. That's another red flag. I want to discuss that. It is very important that you realize one key, one absolute red flag. This one it cannot be ignored. 
when you're when you have a mindset, when you have your own ideas, if you're being brainwashed, your ideas, that line that you're on becomes a complete 180. You will change your mind completely. You need to understand that is one of the hallmarks of brainwashing, specifically the first one. A lot of cult members have heard that. They've said, well, I'd never do this. Or, you know, I'd never commit murder. And the first thing they're doing is killing someone for talking bad about their leader. Stuff of the sort is just a result. It's an end result of you already being brainwashed. The good thing is you can always see this thing, okay? For, for most people, I want to discuss that again. For most people, you could see yourself and realize this is not me. This is somebody else's ideas in my brain. I should get out of here. That's one of the red flags, okay? If you're there, congratulations, you're not too far gone. The problem is, there's another tactic. This next one, I myself fear because it is diabolical. The insertion of false memories. This, this I cannot justify at all. This is something absolutely terrifying. They say history is written by the victor. Well, in this case, history is written by the manipulator. Because this is something that I've seen in very rare occurrences. Don't get me wrong, it's not common. People who are in cults or people who are being gaslit by a loved one, a family member, a partner, things of the sort, right? It's terrifying to think that you can manipulate somebody's memory. I had a friend who I knew personally very well. I, I went to their house. I played music with them on the guitar. We sang together. We did a lot of stuff together. We were good friends. It's been years since I've seen them, and I don't know where they're at or what they're doing. But last I heard from them, they were not only a completely different person, it seemed to me like they had been indoctrinated, completely denying who they once were. Self-denial. We can't run away from our past. We can't... We can't escape what we did, okay? This is making me. This is making it sound like I did something to him. No, that's not the case at all. Basically, he was indoctrinated into a new way of thinking, which, quite frankly, wasn't wasn't something I'd wish to discuss. Otherwise, they would know that I'm talking about them. I guarantee I'm going to get an email about this, but you never know. That's how scary it is when somebody is brainwashed enough. They'll get to the point where they're like, well, I know you're talking about me. I know that you're saying, oh, we used to be best friends. When in reality, I hated your guts. This and that, you know, stuff like that. It's sad, but there's there's nothing you could do about it after a certain point. Or can you? Because we mentioned earlier that isolation is another one. Isolation is another one of those key steps in brainwashing someone. You have to get them away from the group of people that are actually normal into the group of people that have been indoctrinated and share the same philosophy. What you're surrounded by will get into your head, okay? And it's very important to understand that your environment absolutely determines how you're going to feel, how you're going to act, what you're going to do, what you're going to think, what you're going to say. All of these things will be affected by those around you. If everybody's spouting the same thing, chances are you'll eventually believe it. There have been numerous studies done about this, where even if people are picking the wrong answer... If everyone's picking it, you too will pick it. You will follow the crowd. You are a goddamn sheep. And that's why, sometimes, you just gotta leave the herd. Now we're gonna be talking about something 
That's the exact opposite of being brainwashed. If you have been brainwashed and you're still listening and you realize, okay, now, now I realize I've been brainwashed. What do I do? I want you to listen very carefully and very closely. This is important. Get out of there. I'm serious. One cannot survive in the same environment they were harmed in. You need to actually get out of the places that are surrounding you with these people who you realize are as themselves brainwashed. Okay? The thing after you get out of there, you need to find a support group or you need to find a loved one, a family member, someone who isn't you know, involved with whatever idea you have. Whatever idea you're trying to escape. And what you need to do immediately, almost immediately, get some sleep. Get about eight hours of sleep. And immediately when you wake up, get some food in you. You need more calories than you think. Okay? Most likely, you're dehydrated as well. So you're going to need some water. And you haven't... There's some cults that do this. There's some people that have been brainwashed that have gone through this. You're going to need to go to the bathroom. That's a thing. People have withheld the ability to go to the bathroom purely out of a power stance because they think, okay, the, uh, this person said, who, who's above me, says, I can't go to the bathroom until this time, so I can't go until this time. You are no longer underneath somebody else's thumb. You are no longer being manipulated to believe a certain way, but it's not going to be easy. If you realize you've been brainwashed, you need to not only get out of there and give yourself time to rest, you need to give yourself time to essentially unwire your brain to that level of thinking. There are people who were brainwashed and they have been gone. They left in about a week afterwards. They were back to their normal selves. The problem is you need that entire week to not go back to the cult, to not go back to whatever it was that was doing that. Maybe even a loved one who, you know, quote unquote loved one who's been manipulating you. You get away from them for a week. And what do you see? You see that they've been gaslighting you. They've been manipulating you. They've been making you think false memories. These things are important, okay? Once you've escaped that person, what do you do? Well, in some cases, you might have to call the police, period. In other cases, you just cut them off for good. However, there's another problem. You see, as I mentioned before, if you are indoctrinated into a cult, chances are they know where you live, they know your phone number, and they're going to use it. That's where that threat comes in, okay? The threat of violence. That was a thing established earlier. Here comes the violence because you are now out of the cult. What they're threatening you with is, you know, harm, physical harm. But again, if they don't know where you're at, what can they do? So it is very important that you cut off communication, but it de depending on the level of the cult as well, you'll have to just stop talking about them or cut off social media entirely. In fact, Stay only to your family members, which hopefully they haven't come for either. I'm talking about this as if it's happened before to some people. Truth is, it might have, but there are some states here in the United States where this happens. There are actual active cults right now that threaten people's families. Most of them don't do anything. The ones who have done, well, I mean, that's on them. Lest we forget Jonestown. Seriously, Jonestown was an absolute travesty the way it ended. And that's an example of a massive cult. One where I really, I really can't do it justice. But what I can do is this. I can read the last speech that Jim Jones ever gave. It's on the internet. 
And after hearing it, most likely you're going to want to look into it. That's the biggest example of manipulation tactics and cult behavior that I can tell you about. What I'm about to read are the last words of Jim Jones, the famous leader of the Jonestown Massacre. Jonestown was a cult town, a town that they formed with no laws. It was all socialist and it's disturbing. Like Viewer discretion is advised for this last part. God forbid you needed it for the rest of the episode. Some people may find it disturbing, though. These are actual words from Jim Jones before they all drank this poisonous Kool-Aid mixture and they all slowly gave their lives for the cult. No one survived. The world, the kingdom, suffers violence, and the violence shall take it by force. If we can't live in peace, then let us die in peace. A month I've tried to keep this thing from happening. You're going to help yourself, but you'll get no help. There is only one hope of glory. That is within you. Nobody. Living is much, much more difficult. Raise it up every morning. Not know what's going to be in the night bringing. It's much more difficult. It's much more difficult. Please, please, for God's sake, let's get on with it. We've lived. We've lived as no other people have lived and loved. We've had as much of this world as you're going to get. Let's just be done with it. Let's be done with the agony of it. It is harder to have to watch you every day die fully and from the time you are a child of the time you get gray, you are dying. Dishonest and I'm sure that they'll they'll pay for they'll pay for what they did. This is a revolutionary suicide. This is not a self-destructive suicide. They will pay for what they brought upon us. They will pay for that. I leave that destiny to them. I want to go. I want to see you go through. They can take me and do with me whatever they want to do. I want to see you go. I don't want to see you go through this. Through this hell no more. No more. No more. No more. You're trying. Everybody will relax. The best thing you could do is relax. You have no problem. You have no problems. You'll have no problem with the thing if you just relax. The children here. We can't separate ourselves from our own people. For 20 years, laying on some old rotten nursing home. Taking us through all these anguish years. They took it and put us in chains. That there is nothing. That there is no comparison to that. They robbed us of our land. They've taken us. They've driven us. The reason he's stammering is because they're actually in a hurry to commit suicide before they get stormed by the FBI. He does stammer quite a bit. There's a lot of what's going on in this while he's giving the speech is unfortunately there's a mass panic that's about to break out because everybody in the cult now realizes we are all going to die. And the thing is, again, they were separated from everyone. All of their loved ones are either there or they're somewhere way too far and way too inaccessible because Jonestown was miles away from anything. I don't know who fired the shot. I don't know who killed the congressman. But as far as I'm concerned, I killed him. With a degree of dignity. Lay down your life with dignity. Don't lay down with tears and agony. There is nothing to death. It's like just stepping over in another plane. Don't be this way. Stop the hysterics. No way for us to die. We must die with some dignity. Please. Lay down your life with your child. Free at last. Emotions down. 
so they will not hurt you. You'll be quiet. You'll be quiet. It is all over. It is good. No sorrow. It's all over. I'm glad it's over. Hurry, my children. I have just read from Jim Jones's final speech before every single member of that cult who gave everything to this man, to this man who manipulated them, who brainwashed all of them. And the end result was a mass suicide. Again, no one survived this. Everybody there drank a heavy amount of poison rather than be captured. Captured by who? People who would have actually rescued them. If you guys want to know exactly why these things happened, truth is, they already knew that there was cult-like activity at Jonestown. In fact, Jonestown itself was established by the cult. The People's Temple, they were called. And the reason that they were actually being investigated was because, one, cult-like activity. But another thing, what actually tipped everything off, what finally made everything go off the deep end, was Congressman Leo Ryan went to investigate the cult at the compound. And the thing is, he did not come back. He did not make it back. Some members attacked him because they saw them as a threat. The problem is, as a result, they knew. They knew they were going to come and see everything that was going on. In fact, that was pretty much what sealed the deal. After that, everyone knew, yeah, we're, we're screwed. They're going to come. They're going to see everything that's going on. What gets me the absolute most out of everything, right? Out of everything that you heard, do you think that these people, do you think that a lot of these people that committed the mass revolutionary suicide, do you think they did it willingly? Sadly, when it comes to life and death, some people will snap out of it. The problem is, it is too late. It is far too late. The reason I'm saying this is because it was found that a number of the bodies, a big number of the bodies that were found, were not found with the poison drank. They didn't voluntarily drink the poison. Those who truly believed in what the cult taught murdered the others with injectable poison. That is the danger I'm trying to avoid for people. This activity could still be around. This is just one of the most notorious events in cult history. So I ask you one more time. Have you been brainwashed? To give a complete breakdown of everything we talked about, I gave a number of examples, sure. But do you want a list? Do you want an actual list? Here's one. Five steps. Number one, isolation. Number two, control. Number three, uncertainty. Number four, repetition. Number five, emotion. That's as simple as I could put it. That's the bare minimum that I could put it at. But everything we talked about was incredibly important. To some degree, somebody will benefit from this. Or at the very least, you'll be more knowledgeable for it. Why? Because you listened. Because you realized. People are susceptible. There are some people who sadly... When they're in a vulnerable state, they will absolutely be taken advantage of by people like this. Not even just cults, anyone who wants to manipulate them, brainwash them. 
maybe they suddenly have a boyfriend or girlfriend and it's like well they're very they're acting very different now there you go there's an example and there is one final thought that i have before i end this episode of the podcast everyone listening thinks that they're immune to propaganda everybody believes that they're not manipulated that they won't be manipulated in some way but I left that one key brainwash, one key manipulation. Do you call them Q-tips or cotton swabs? Because the majority of the world calls them Q-tips, even though Q-tips is a brand. The name of the product is a cotton swab. If you call them Q-tips, congratulations, you have been conditioned to do so. You see what I mean? Brainwashing is everywhere. See if you can find more examples. Happy Halloween.